0: Welcome to Recorded. I am Ramola Talwar Badam, a journalist at The National. Couples in Abu Dhabi had planned elaborate weddings with fireworks and guest lists of 200. But the coronavirus pandemic changed everything. I spoke to Laura Dahir and Eli Dahir about how they organized their wedding in less than two weeks and invited just eight guests. When places of worship were permitted to reopen, with social distancing norms. Ellie and Laura, can you tell us, were there tears of frustration because of your curtailed wedding celebrations at the church in Abu Dhabi? How were you able to reconcile to restrictions of only 10 guests at the church ceremony?
1: Honestly, it was a little bit frustrating, yes, because uh, nobody from the friends and family can attend especially like her family is not in the UAE. Even my family was not here. So they flew in, yet some of them didn't make it inside the church. But we had to deal with it. Nothing we can do. It was a quiet wedding, let's say.
0: Was there anything that you did uh, to make it uh, special, to make it uh, you know different from your originally planned wedding? What, what did you try to do?
1: Nothing special, like church decoration a little bit. So we did like the masks with the I do written on it.
0: (laughs) And where did you originally plan to have the wedding? Where was it supposed to
1: be? Originally, it was supposed to be in Lebanon in August 9. But all the lockdown and no flights. So we moved it here.
0: What would you say were the highlights of the wedding in Abu Dhabi? You know, you couldn't go to Lebanon. You had to change everything. Uh, it was certainly more intimate than you would have ever imagined because you just had 10 guests. What were your highlights? What made it special for you?
2: Uh, actually, our wedding has been postponed uh, several times previously, maybe, like before corona and all this situation. And since corona came, we were, of course, uh, being stressful, thinking when we can do our wedding, where we will do it, how we will plan it with our family members, etc. So a lot of discussions and planning were uh, going on, and uh, many things were cancelled. We were depressed somehow, especially when the full lockdown was uh, on um, within UAE. Like nobody were able to travel and churches were closed, etc. So we were hoping the day the church will open, we will at least have a very simple wedding between, like ceremony between uh, uh, us, the groom and bride, And uh, the father of the church, we thought that it might happen this way at the end, you know, thinking out of uh, the whole uh, story happening. So when when we received a call from the father that the church is open and we are able to do our wedding within two weeks, so immediately it was a very, like, uh, a big hope for us. And immediately we started uh, planning accordingly. Um, checking the flights for our family members who who are able to take leave and come on an immediate effect. And in fact, we were also preparing for our, you know, uh, suit and dress and all other things uh, that we need uh, on the wedding day. So it was a bit challenging uh, considering the COVID situation. But thank God that, uh, and thank you, AE. Uh, of course, for allowing us to have this opportunity at least and making our dream come true, even with the the simplest, like, even with the very simple uh, uh, way and uh, the procedure that we took, it was really a a very good uh, memory for us. And um, we had so much fun and happiness because, you know, at the end, we have waited for so long, but at least we made it happen. And, uh, of course, our family were here. Um, unfortunately, they were not able to attend uh, inside the church, especially for his father and my mom because they are above the uh, sixty years old. But at least we gathered together at home and we had our, you know, um, little little congratulation uh, time together.
0: What about for you, um, especially Laura? Uh, did you have to have a new wedding dress here? Uh, you know, had you had you planned a different one uh, in Lebanon? What were the changes you had to do?
2: I had so many different plans because previously everything was me- meant to be in Lebanon. So I had to look for a hairdresser, for a dress, for high heels, everything, makeup, uh, where I'll do my nails, and the whole story. I have to to do everything all over. But as I said. Uh, in UAE, the, the the good thing is everything is available. Whatever you need, you, you will find it in the market and it's easy to look for. And also the team members around us, they are also helpful and supportive. And thank God, using the safety guidelines, we managed to have, as I said, the minimum and standard things a wedding needs. So everything went well. It was challenging for us to do it within two weeks, actually to book appointments, arrange for the suit to be ready, uh, my dress size to fit me well, etc. When we think about it, it's, um, it's something really nice to remember as a history. Thinking for a long term, when I come back and think how these things happened, it's like really a history for us.
0: Uh, Ellie and Laura, if you can tell us uh, about uh, the journey of your dress. It was most interesting, uh, you know, how you got the dress organized and how you got it actually delivered to Abu Dhabi.
2: It was a very challenging time for me to find a dress within a very short time. And especially a dress that would fit like my measurement and everything. So in Abu Dhabi, I couldn't find... Uh, most of the shops were, were closed because of the COVID situation. And they need appointments. And uh, for the very short notice, I didn't have much time to make an appointment and give a trial in several shops. So what I did, I asked my sister, who who she lives in Sharjah, and she took some photos from me from several shops she has around her area. And then I set up only one appointment for a trial uh, on on one certain shop where they have several dresses. And I went there. I they took my measurement. I selected one dress, and it was it, only one time uh, a trial. And I came back to Abu Dhabi as I lived here in Abu Dhabi. That was like about 10 days before the wedding day. Then one day before the wedding day, on the 16th, my brother, Lino, who lives in Sharjah, he was supposed to bring the dress to me, uh, to us in Abu Dhabi. And that time, he didn't have an appointment to come from Sharjah to Abu Dhabi because of the checkpoint in between to so do the test. He wasn't aware. And when he when they stopped him, he explained to them that uh, that he has the wedding dress for me and he has to deliver it today because the wedding is there and I'm waiting and everything. So it was very challenging for him and funny at the same time as a whole story, you know.
1: I'm sure the policeman was surprised so as well. Yeah, he
2: had, <laughs> he had to show them the dress in the car literally just to, to give them a proof that he's, he's being honest and. Uh, this is the situation. And of course, with all respect, and we are very thankful that the police has allowed him to do the test and uh, gave him the,
1: the, priority the priority to priority. finish.
2: So, exactly. So pass and come to Abu Dhabi. Uh,
0: and also, you know, can you tell us how many people uh, you had planned, how many people were there on your guest list initially?
1: In, One, in Lebanon? <laughs> <laughs> and it was 200 to 250.
2: Yeah, plus. But so we ended up including the photographers and uh, like the father of the church, everybody, we were only stand inside the church.
0: So do you have plans when all this is over, maybe next year sometime to have a big celebration in Lebanon?
2: We plan to have a little like dinner gathering for the rest of the family, of course, over there, but we're not sure if we will have our baby by that time. <laughs> we're not sure when we will go there, you know, <laughs> how things will happen.
0: Now, has this actually helped you to save any money then? you know, Would you be able to use that for your house, for a honeymoon later? Uh, has it helped you to save uh, at all?
2: Honestly speaking, not very much. Of course, we have a little bit of saving considering a big wedding. But uh, thinking about the little arrangement within a very short time, we were also paying a lot of things uh, that were not under discount or we had to pay extra to finish it on time. And things like that, you know, you just pay here and there for other expenses that are not expected.
0: Well, you know, there are a lot of people, a lot of couples like you who have decided to cancel or postpone their wedding for exactly the reasons that you have given now. What would you actually tell them, people who are still undecided? What would your advice to them be?
1: Go ahead with Go it.
2: and do it. It's really nice. Uh, yeah,
1: because they, they never know when the restrictions will be lifted. So why wait? If you have the opportunity now, do it now.
2: Love never ends. Truly a marriage is something very nice. You feel united, you feel blessed, you feel the happiness. It's Even whether you have a very small wedding or a big wedding, it's about the ceremony itself and just about the happiness behind
1: it. The feeling behind it, that you are are doing, you're accomplishing something.
2: Thanks
0: to Laura and Ellie for sharing with us a story they will certainly repeat for years to come. If you like this episode, please click the subscribe button on your podcast app or follow us at thenational.ae forward slash podcasts. Thank you for listening.